In this episode, a sonic portrait of the North and a remembrance of Japanese tourist Atsumi Yoshikubu, who walked away one October day into the freezing wilderness of Yellowknife. Her remains were found in the spring by a friend of the producer of this piece, Janet Graham. But rather than exploring how she died, Janet began thinking about these freezing temperatures and how we engage in certain processes to slow down time. This episode, To Slow Down Time, by Janet Graham. Test, test, test. Okay. May 29th, 1996. Hour 2, minute 56. Magnetosphere cusp. May 31st, 1996. Hour 6, minute 47. Chorus. Today is, what day is today? January 13th? I have no idea what... I, I can, cannot keep track of times in 2019. That's my, like, resolution. No calendars. VLF field recording expedition to northern Alberta, Canada, as well as the Northwest Territories. I just, I can't keep track of what day it is. The geomagnetic will be adaptive to minor storm models. Oh, just missed it. But anyway, yeah, we've got a pretty high K right now. August 10th, 2000. Here's a time check. Flipped over the tape, just continuing from side A, but here's a new time check. It's this really beautiful ridge that overlooks uh, a great portion of Yellowknife Bay, just to the to the west of Giant Mine, and it's all this great big bulbous outcrop of uh, pillow basalts. Atsumi Yoshikubo has shoulder-length black hair and brown eyes. She's approximately five feet two inches tall and weighs about 100 pounds. It's a bit of a hidden gem, in my opinion, of the Yellowknife topography. Um, it just has this really commanding view of, of the landscape. Not too far away from the city dump and the city quarry. So you go from this landscape where it's just a wreck of a landscape with garbage and pollutants everywhere, a lot of which has been spread around by ravens um, habiting the dump. But also you have the, the, the quarries next door to the dump as well. So you go from this landscape where there's just ruins and um, garbage everywhere, and then you kind of get into the more of the the pristine wilderness just to the west of Giant Mine. Yellowknife RCMP are expanding their search for a missing Japanese tourist, Atsumi Yoshikubo. 
it wasn't uncommon or unexpected to see that there was some clothing uh, just up on the, on the outcrop, just below where a power line runs up along that ridge, actually. So, and it was a very obvious human object. It was a big, puffy, pink winter coat. And uh, our investigation has also determined that she arrived in Yellowknife with the plan to go into the wilderness alone and become a missing person and that she took steps to avoid being found. I went over to the coat just to see what it was and to investigate whether it was something that was a piece of garbage or maybe something uh, more interesting. And it was obviously a pink coat, but it wasn't until I noticed in the pocket there was a Ziploc bag and in sort of sticking out of the pocket, I didn't necessarily go looking for this, but it was very visible, just sort of almost falling out of the pocket a Ziploc bag with a cell phone inside of it. And at that point, I didn't open up the Ziploc bag that I can remember or try to touch the cell phone at all. It was at that moment that I kind of connected the dots because it had been pretty fresh in my memory since it just had happened the winter before that a Japanese tourist had gone missing and that was part of her descriptive. She was wearing a pink, puffy winter coat. stuff uh, 13 uh, coming up on 1341 um. we did a wider sweep of the the area along that ridge and we found um, not much in terms of of human remains we, we found what looked like a, a, a rib and um, possibly part of a leg bone, but the, there was really nothing left to speak of in terms of human remains. The animals had really scattered and taken most of that away from the site. over just over the course of one winter and she was gone and you, you know it makes me wonder um, did that happen 
soon after she had perished at the site or was it something that was exposed come spring and then at that point animals had had um, scattered her remains after they found her. Uh, in any case, it, it's, it was quite fascinating just how quickly evidence um, of a body can disappear in the, in the northern wilderness. Slow Down Time was produced by Jana Graham. Jana is currently based somewhere between Yellowknife, Northwest Territories, and Canada's East Coast. She's a radio feature maker, sound forager, and longtime community radio champion. Her work has aired on public radio as well as on neighborhood pirate radio transmissions. Here's what Jana had to say about the making of this piece. When I heard about the story of Atsumi, who was a Japanese tourist that, that came to Yellowknife and then disappeared, I was really haunted because I know that, that a lot of visitors come here because they want to see the Northern Lights, the Aurora. Um, but she came at the wrong time of year. She came in October and that week was really cloudy and so I just became a bit haunted by this that she had walked off into the woods and um, as she was there for days there was no lights and so I wanted to give those lights to her and I thought you know the the northern lights are always out you know throughout the year you just you just can't always see them um, and I came across these fantastic field recordings by Stephen P. McGreevy, these natural VLF. So this is like, you know, the, the universe's radio signals. And so that's what you're hearing, the, the eerie, electrical, staticky sounds throughout the piece are that. That is the sound of the aurora. So that's something I'm exploring in the piece. And also just this idea of figuring out ways to slow down time. You know, I think a lot of people come up to the north because they are looking for that. I know for myself, I've lived here for eight years and uh, I really like that it's not the, the hyper fast competitive pace of cities that uh, there's something about the remoteness and about the cold that just makes everything slow down. We're so happy to share this piece with you that Jana specifically created for Constellations. And we're grateful to Jana for making this piece for us. This week's fortnightly frequency comes to you from the ears and heart of Sarit Cantor. 
sound of fire in wood stove, Bruce Peninsula, December 24th. from all of us in two weeks. Until then, stay starry-eared friends.